0: hi everybody this is the simpson show i'm robbie with my co-host matt and we are here to talk about the
1: simpsons from the beginning matt how are you i am fantastic although i'm i have lots of things i need to talk to somebody about if only i had a listen lady i'm like a listen lad not good enough your wife was a listen lady it's true
0: she's very good at it so there you go you have one that's why you that's why you get it's married That's
1: it's true that's why you get yeah. married. Someone, so you have you always have your own listen lady or yeah, lad.
0: Yeah, you have to so they're contractually obligated to listen to you, even if they don't want to. It's true.
1: But but as listen lad and listen lady, when do you get your uh, flight ring? I'm not condone I do not condone
0: that question or its implications.
1: Aw, oh, but but I mean you have to hang out with matter eater lad.
0: We are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash Show. For only 12 hours a month, you gain access to all of our bonus content. We have a person to thank, Matt. We do. We do, indeed. Jeannie Salonen it's my best guest. Thank you, Jeannie. Thank you, Janie. This week's episode is In Marge We Trust, episode 4F18, originally aired April 27th, 1997, written by Donick Carey. Uh, it's his first episode. He uh, was a co-producer. For, I think, season seven through 11, he wrote like five or six different episodes. He's currently working on Silicon Valley.
1: Well, now we know what happens to the Simpsons writers when they uh, run out of ideas. They go to work for uh, Silicon Valley. You don't like Silicon Valley? It's okay. I don't like it as much as everyone else. We only see like a season and a half. If you don't like it, you don't have to continue. No, that's why I stopped. There you go. Uh,
0: directed by Stephen Dean Moore, finished 25th in the ratings. Nielsen Ring of 10.1, approximately 9.8 million viewing households, the third highest rated show on Fox that week, following The X-Files and King of the Hill. It's
1: pretty high. All right. Fox was really firing on all cylinders in the mid-90s. Well, is 97 the mid-90s? I would consider uh, 93 through 97 the mid-90s. After that, you're getting into late-90s territory, and things just take a turn for the worse. I would say mid to late-90s is 97. Sure. Whatever.
0: The couch gag couch is gone. Uh, there's a vending machine uh, drops a, a couch on Homer. I'm fairly certain we've seen this one before as well. <laughs> it's true, but it's a good one. I like it. It's still funny. Homer getting hurt is always kind of funny. Uh, the episode guest stars, uh, Sab Shimono as Mr. Sparkle, Gede Watanabe as the factory worker, Denise Kumu- Kumagai as a dancer, Karen Maruyama as a dancer, and Frank Welker as the baboons. Oh, Frank Walker, what weird animal will you not voice? I'm fairly certain if the price is right, he will voice any animal. That's true. Uh, Episode begins with the kids watching Ashi and Scratchy. It it is dark and it's hard to say what time it is, but apparently it is Sunday morning uh, because they are trying to remain quiet. Uh, Their parents are sleeping. I guess they don't want to go to church. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, laughing after Scratchy's head explodes. From too much sound, uh, they wake up March. That's how that works, didn't you know? That is how that works. That is science.
2: Uh, oh, my goodness, kids, Homer, we're late for church. I'm glad I dressed last night.
3: Oh, I'd love to go with you, honey, but I got a lot of work to do around the bed.
2: Homer, the Lord only asks for an hour a week.
3: In that case, you should have made a week an hour longer, lousy God. <laughs> and the very same goes for Ezekiel, which brings us back to our starting point, the nine tenets of constancy.
2: Uh, Damn it!
3: <gasps> <gasps> Well, I seem to have lost my place. So I'll start over.
2: Off oh, for the love of crumb cake.
3: Our sermon today is on constancy <laughs> in as much as...
1: <laughs> I would just like to point out that I use for the love of crumb cake every single day. It's a great phrase.
0: Oh, I like that Moe censors himself in church. He tries to... He... Well, everyone censors himself in church, unless they're evil, like Homer... I mean, Homer, first of all, that wasn't, I mean, he hit his head and he didn't, he was kind of half awake, so I don't really think he understood. Like, it was just his first reaction. Like, if you, if you're sleeping and you slam your head into something and it wakes you up, I, I don't think your first reaction is to be like, oh, <laughs> that smarted. Yeah. um,
1: dee that will require a tetanus shot.
0: It's <laughs> a good one, Matt. Uh, hey, constancy is not super exciting. Not exactly a, a, a barn burner of a sermon the Lovejoy is delivering. Uh, everyone is sleeping. He has to wake them up with a bird whistle at the very end of the sermon. Uh, the, the family gets home, and they're quite happy to be away from church.
2: Yay! Oh, man, am I glad you got here. Hey, calm down. You're wrinkling your church clothes. Who cares? This is the best part of the week. It's the longest possible time before more church. Church shouldn't be a chore. It should help you in your daily life.
3: It should, but it doesn't. Now, who's going with Daddy to the dump?
2: Me, me. me.
3: The dump? Hey, we're going to get rid of the Christmas tree. It's starting to turn brown. Want to come with?
2: No, no. I don't feel like going to a trash pile today.
3: It's your life. We'll bring you back something nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's your life, man. It's true. If you don't want to spend in a giant trash pile, I guess that's one way to spend your life. Do you ever my preferred way? You, actually, have you ever
0: have you ever visited uh, a a dump to to scrounge?
1: Not to scrounge. No, the only time I've been to the dump is with you and with my stepfather. Good times. No, not really. Not I, I prefer staying far away from trash piles. They they smell quite bad. I went to, I went to the dump with my father as a child, and I
0: took home broken electronics. <laughs> That sounds like fun. I love
1: broken things.
0: <laughs> I, dis- I I rip them apart to see what's inside. Oh, well, that is fun. yeah, That's true. And saw all the parts inside of the CRTs that can kill you if you make them explode.
1: Yeah. And it- also, uh, camera flash is very dangerous. Uh, my wife learned that the hard way. What? Uh, apparently, my wife, uh, when she first started working at Best Buy, was taking apart a digital camera and accidentally shorted the capacitor for the flash and shocked herself.
0: Oh, OK. I thought, like, there's some
1: kind of blinding incident or something. <laughs> no, no, no. She's she's not Kelly Bundy. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I, just, I, I mean, it happens to the best of us. Uh but they go to the dump, uh there they are scrounging around, they discover some vermin, as that you'll definitely find that at the dump as well as garbage. Uh and then they discover a certain box that looks like it has Homer on the on on the front of it. What the
2: heck is that? Maybe it's a box from the future. It looks Japanese. What's going on? Why why am I on a Japanese box? What's it? You- Oh
0: my God. What <laughs> I I really enjoy yeah. those little noises Homer makes. They're really good.
1: Yeah, Dan Castellaneta does a great job of just making weird, random noises that make you feel what Homer feels. Yeah, it's very much like...
0: I mean, if I found a box of the dump that had
1: my face on it and it was Japanese, I would be a little perplexed. True, but... Y- It's weird how things work in other countries. Uh, People seem to take other languages, especially English, uh, just random characters and words they throw on things the way we do with, you know, Chinese characters. Uh, And it's just it's funny Uh, faces like celebrities do weird commercials in other countries all the time. You ever want to feel skeeved out by your favorite celebrities? Go watch the commercial they've done in Japan. It's just strange at best. So if my face was on something, I'd be like, wow, you guys are really scraping the bottom of the barrel over there. Well, we
0: and we don't know this. We don't know what what it is at this point. All we know is that Homer's face is for some reason on the box of, uh, Japanese something. At the same time, Marge is visiting Reverend Lovejoy, kind of checking in on him after how boring his sermon was. I guess (laughs) she. I mean, she find. I guess you know it's natural. I guess Marge, she has always been the member of the family that is most staunch about the importance of church, not just of God, but of going to church, and. I'm sure she's a little bit, I mean, she herself was falling asleep at church, and I think that she's a little alarmed maybe that Lovejoy's sermons are failing the, the, the congregation in a certain way. Um, she talks to Lovejoy, and we get his origin story to a certain
3: extent. I was once idealistic like you. It was the mid-70s, and I was fresh out of seminary. The 60s were long over, and people were once again ready to feel bad about themselves. I came to Springfield ready to roll up my sleeves and help my fellow man. There was just one fellow man I hadn't counted on.
2: Reverend, I'm a, I'm afraid something terrible has happened.
3: Well, sit down and rap with me, brother. That's what I'm here for. Well, I was talking to doing a dance called the bump but my hip slipped and my my buttocks came
2: into contact with the buttocks of another young man
3: I see then the calls began
2: Well I, I think I may be coveting my own wife I'm meek but I could probably stand to be meeker I, I think I swallowed a toothpick
3: Finally I just stopped caring. Luckily, by then, it was the 80s, and no one noticed.
2: But you can't let a few bad experiences, sour you on helping
3: people? Oh, sure I can.
1: Sure you can, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't sure if you had more after that. Than that. Uh, but, yeah, that's great. It's like, oh, yeah, I mean, if you have a, a lifetime of horrible experiences, you, you, could, you could use that as an excuse to not have any more experiences. I mean, that's what I did. It's great. <laughs> it, I mean... Flanders has crushed <laughs> lovejoy's spirit basically Flanders would crush anybody's spirit,
0: yeah, and it's hard not to blame Lovejoy to a certain extent. It's just and I think that this episode you know they they we haven't really seen much of Lovejoy up to this episode. This is really the first lovejoy super heavy episode we we get of him, you know we get his roughly his origin story, and we get some character development with him, a little bit of an arc and it's always nice to see. I always like it when the, even if like, there's certainly some episodes that are about supporting characters that I think fall flat, but I'm, I'm still, I still always like to try, like to see them try to give these characters depth, even when they don't even necessarily like you like want, like the sea captain, like do we need an origin store for the sea captain? Probably not. But I, you know, I'm still kind of curious and interested to see what they would do with it. Um, this gives Lovejoy, like, it's kind of a familiar kind of tropey thing, where it's a a, 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 a he basically is a kid at a seminary, wants to, you know, he's excited about his faith, uh, then he moves to a small town, and uh, it is crushed out of him by one insane man named Ed Flanders. A small town crushes the hope and love out of a person? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs>
0: Never. Um, But, and Marge is kind of she's let down. She's disappointed in him because she, she is the member of the Simpsons that is most adamant about the importance of church. And she thinks that Lovejoy is missing out on, like she thinks everyone could be excited and could be interested and, and engaged, but instead they're not because he's not really trying at this point. He's just kind of going through the motions. Um, They, she gets, they get a phone call uh, and it's principal Skinner who's having a trouble and, and, and Lovejoy is like, yeah, read the Bible. It's it's yeah, in there. Just, all of it. You your know, answer, your it's answers are in there. Yeah, it, it, you know it's thousand. It's like a thousand pages and everything, and it's incredibly dense. Just don't. You just read the whole thing. Um, after his origin story, they get another call, uh, and Marge has already agreed to volunteer and has helped clean up the church some. Uh, Lovejoy is like, uh, yeah, you can you can take this one, and and Marge honestly does a great job uh, with uh, talking Mo down.
2: Duh. You handle it. Me. No, I, I. Wait, I can't. I, hmm? Hello? Uh, yeah, hi. I'm calling for Reverend Lovejoy. H- who is this? Oh, well, this is, um, the, uh, the Listen Lady. Yeah, well, Listen Lady. I got so many problems, I, I don't even know where to begin here. Okay. Uh, why don't you start from the top? All righty. Uh, number one, I've lost the will to live. Oh, that's ridiculous, Mo. You've got lots to live for. Really? That's not what Reverend Lovejoy's been telling me. Wow, you're good. Thanks. Hmm. Hi, it's me again. I got another problem. Uh, this one's about my cat. Ah. Yeah, shut up! I'm asking her. Uh. That is the best
1: part of this episode, I'm sorry. <laughs> there are other great parts, but that is by far the best. First <laughs> of all, you have Reverend Lovejoy telling Moe there's nothing to live for. Then the cat thing, I mean, oh my god, I still die laughing every time I hear the cat thing. Yeah, it's... it's... Yeah, shut up, I'm asking her.
0: <laughs> uh, it's, I, I don't March is kind of the perfect person for this job like yeah she's exact. like she does have to she spends most of her time being ec- extraordinarily patient with homer so i don't think anyone else she'd have to be listening to and, and engaging with would be as challenging as homer would be so mo complaining about having the will to live and
1: his cat problems not big deal No, no, I mean, she's had to deal with both Bart and Homer. I mean, once you can, you know, what what does he call that? uh, (laughs) Dance with the devil in the blue shorts. Anything else is just super easy. (laughs) (laughs) That's true.
0: Um, So Marge is now the listen lady, and we go to commercial.
1: And when we come back, uh, we find about Homer's uh, opinion of volunteers.
3: Why would you volunteer at the church? I don't know. Guilt? Volunteering is for suckers. Do you know that so-called volunteers don't even get paid? Well, I think volunteering
2: is great. Deep down, it makes you feel... Homer, will you get that crazy box off the dinner table? It came from the dump. But, Marge, I'm
3: obsessed with it. Where did it come from? What is it a box of? How'd my face get on it?
2: Hey, if they got a picture of you, that means they can see you. They're probably watching us right now. That's ridiculous. Nobody is watching us right now.
0: (laughs) Or are they? Dun, dun, dun. It's a nice little fourth wall breaking
1: thing. I like it. Yeah. It's one of those good jokes. Uh, but as we can see, uh, Marge is volunteering out of guilt and Homer is obsessed with the Mr. Sparkle Box, uh, which he takes to the Happy Sumo uh, to get Akira, the only Japanese person in Springfield's opinion on. Hi, hi, hi. Bye. Hi.
3: Akira, can you read this for me? Ah yes, this is a product called Mr. Sparkle, very popular dish detergent. Hey, he looks like you.
2: <laughs> What's he saying? He identifies himself as a magnet for foodstuffs. He boasts that he will banish dirt to the land of wind and ghosts. Wow. Yes, you have very lucky dishes, Mr. Simpson. <laughs> it's true. Uh when you
1: banish uh dirt to, uh, you know, a forest somewhere, that's really the best thing you can do with it. I mean, that's where that's its home is it now you're just you're just sending the dirt home so you know it's not mean or anything you're just like go home little dirt go home i mean you
0: unless they have an unhappy relationship with their home i mean that's possible but i think Definitely most volunteer. most people most people what they call home they have a comfortable feeling surrounding that so i don't i don't feel guilty about about true. sending dirt home if that's what you're asking yes about.
1: Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, Marge. Do, do you want more uh, is, discussion
0: about the dirt no, and it's no, home? I'm
1: good about dirt and, oh, and it's home. No, okay, with that. Cool. Uh, Marge has a giant line uh, because she's very popular as the listen lady. Uh, Lenny comes in and talks to her about uh, faking having a wife, uh, and her suggestion is just stuff him full of food until he doesn't care anymore, which is a great response, which everyone should be trying to do to everyone else at all times. That's, that's how you make everybody happy. It's just make them full. Full and a little bit drunk, that's all anyone really needs. Uh, In line, we see Principal Skinner and Agnes Skinner. Uh, And, of course, Agnes wants to cut the line because that's the kind of person Agnes is. She's all about special treatment for herself. Uh, However, this does not bode well with Skinner, who is not the principal of the line, which turns into an insult against uh, him when his mother says he never will be. Which, Oh, Agnes. Uh, Homer then goes to the library and asks for the phone book for Hokkaido, Japan, which for some reason they have. I guess this must be like the best library ever. Are you saying that
0: they don't have every phone book ever made for every place in, a, in the world in every library?
1: These days, yes. It's called the Internet. Back then, I don't think so. he <laughs> would have to go to the county library, not the Springfield Library, obviously. Maybe the county
0: library is in the Springfield Library.
1: That'd be weird. Although Springfield may be the county seat. You're right. There you I go. just don't know. There's your answer. Although I think it's probably Shelbyville. Seems like a nicer place. I don't want to hear I mean, any of that Shelbyville talk, Matt. I don't, Shelbyville,
0: we, we, don't in, we don't cotton any. We don't any of that Paul. Shelbyville talk on this Simpsons podcast, all right?
1: Shelbyville Tope, is up joke, man. God, I couldn't even hear you. Shelbyville is the Eagleton to Springfield's Pawnee. I mean, that's obviously. I don't really being set
0: up. I don't care about that joke because I don't watch that show oh man it's so good you really should i tried we're... it and then everyone a... I, I started so... watching the first season everyone's like the first season's bad and i'm like well then i guess i'm not watching the rest of the show
1: <laughs> it gets really good in season three they have oh a terrible i just a have seasons. to watch the first like 50 hours of it before i get to the good part oh okay you just skip seasons one and 2 i've never seen seasons one and two ever because i watched two episodes and they were terrible so i stopped i know but why would I have why would I start in the third season? You have, your so... friends, you have your friends uh watch it for you and tell you when to start watching. Because there is literally nothing that happens in the first two seasons of Parks and Rec that you need to know for later seasons. You just go, Oh, this show didn't exist before season three, episode one, and you're happier for it. Okay. Maybe I'll watch it. Just, uh, just try a couple episodes, see if you like. it. If you don't like the first couple episodes, you probably will still won't like it. So don't waste your time. Can
0: I just consume it the way the same way I consume Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is just so through gifs on
1: Tumblr? That's also a good way of consuming it because they've got some good ones.
0: There you see, that's all I do. That's
1: like good enough. Go. Anyway, uh, Homer at the library gets the phone book for Hokkaido, Japan, and then asks to make a local call, which is twenty three or so. I...
0: <laughs> I understand you couldn't pull a clip for this, Matt, because it makes it's just a bunch of beeps. But I absolutely <laughs> love this scene. It is it's just like it's the simplest. Librarian's face <laughs> in the background is great, and then and then he walks away. He's just like, Hmm, I'm just if I'm not here, it's okay. And then he just turns around and and oh, boss. <laughs> and and Homer <laughs> just like just it's just like a, it's just it's just it it. I don't know. It's a kind of joke that is it harkens back to I don't know. It feels like an older style of comedy, like a vaudeville kind almost kind of thing. Kind of, I, yeah. Yeah. And I
1: think that and he it, has reading glasses which we've never seen before.
0: He he's worn them occasionally. I think he occasionally
1: Probably. wears wears them in bed when he's reading. Um yeah. So, yeah, Readers in, digest. In, in reality, just for those of you who don't know, uh, generally there's a country code and then whatever the phone number is. So, for example, the U.K. is 44. The U.S. is number one. So whatever Japan is, let's say 39, 39 th- th- say- and then the 10 digit phone number, it would not be 23. Digits long. <laughs> say that
0: you said the U.S. is number one that say that again.
1: Yes, the U.S. has the has a country code of one. No, that's you, why it's you, one area code. No, you didn't. Know,
0: you you didn't, I. You didn't say you, the U.S. is number one. USA. USA. USA.
1: I work with you, Bobby, for a second here. <laughs> Homer is able to get a hold of somebody at the Mr. Sparkle Factory uh, who transfers him to the one person in the factory who apparently speaks English, but speaks in mostly colloquialisms from TV or something. Uh, he doesn't really understand what Homer's asking when Homer asks why he is Mr. Sparkle, but uh, he offers to send him something to explain it. Uh, so Homer, of course, agrees. Uh, the next day, uh, we see or next, next the next Sunday, let's call it, because we don't really know. Uh, Lovejoy is attempting to give a sermon, and it doesn't work out very well for him.
3: The Lord will hear your lamentations and give solace to your spirit. The Lord, oh my Simpson, Amen ain't mad at that.
2: Yeah, I I never never seen it. Hallelujah.
3: Um, could we please not yell out things in the church?
1: <laughs> yes. So apparently, it's very rude to Lovejoy to yell out things in the church which is the only thing that goes for most churches, uh, but especially this one. What's wrong with the yelling? I don't know. Well, it's just very disruptive. If It's, it's rude to the minister is what it is. Maybe she should be more interested. Well, obviously, <laughs> I guess the point of this episode is that Reverend Lovejoy needs to be more interested. So uh, I actually, after this, we see everyone outside gathering around to get Marge. Uh, and apparently Mel has a dream when she's falling, which everyone agrees is the most important thing, which is just, the dumbest thing ever everyone has that dream forget about it mel it's weird uh but i i wanted to say at this point uh march tells reverend lovejoy tim hold my calls did we know reverend lovejoy's first name before this i can't remember hearing it before but it feels like a
0: thing we've heard before and we just didn't really remember it very possible very but possible. i mean I just, this is the first episode that has really heavily focused on him so it's i think we've heard timothy lovejoy before this is not
1: the first time we've heard
0: timothy lovejoy maybe i'm pretty maybe. confident in that
1: yeah Well, either way, uh, Lovejoy is essentially despondent because everyone skips right past him. And, you know, that's kind of his job. So it's a little rough for him. Uh, Thankfully, he has the degree and the qualifications that Marge doesn't have, or she would basically have his job at that point. Uh, He is, like I said, despondent. uh, So he goes inside and asks God, you know, where did he lose them? uh, And then he's a vision of saints of of the weird saints that no one's ever heard of. Uh, you know, the ones that got beheaded trying to bring Christianity to other cultures that didn't appreciate it. Mongolia in this There's case. A lot of those. Yes. Mongolia in this case. Uh, basically they tell him that, uh, he's not working hard enough uh, that the, the things he thinks are good enough, like recarpeting the vestibule are, are not good enough. Uh, he, he needs to do more essentially, uh, lovejoy, he takes this to heart but you know rather than actually trying to do that he just becomes very depressed uh and later that night we see helen lovejoy calling marge for advice
2: hello listen lady marge people say you've got a real knack for solving problems well (laughs) this is a little awkward but um tim came home from church so despondent today he's just been playing with his trains all afternoon we all need a little time to ourselves helen just give him a day or two, and I'm sure he'll be back to his old dynamic self. Okay.
3: Attention, chose scale passengers. The dining car is closed. Ruth beer is still available, but the cost is now 6 If the passengers will look to the right, you will see a sad man. That is all. This might be one of the most depressing... <laughs>
1: things this entire season uh because lovejoy is just sad in every possible way he is yeah he's he's
0: pretty down and i i mean i understand it i understand like i've known I, i've known people who have these these model train sets and it's like generally a hobby that they are like that's the thing that i think the saddest thing is is like i, I think they they've referenced his his trains before right i remember yeah yeah they've talked they seen it's, a, it's a, in a Flanders episode. Is it? I forget.
1: Yeah. Flanders calls him and his ice cream uh, melts on his train set. Right. And so
0: it's like, it's, that's kind of a hobby that he, I think like most people have that thing that they kind of go into when they want to cheer themselves up. You know, it's something that they kind of get a lot of joy out of and he's clearly just despondent. And it's really, it, it, I, I don't know. It, it's, it, it's an interesting look at love joy. It's, I don't necessarily. I don't think it's Marge's fault for any of this. Like she's clearly just trying to help people, but I I, I think it's probably the the only weakness in this episode is that I don't feel like I don't I don't know I don't, I just don't know what they're trying to tell us about Lovejoy. Like it feels very much like he it's not that he I, do you think he learns? I I guess we haven't gotten that part yet, but it I'm not sure if he actually if there's like a huge There can't be a really huge change in many characters in The Simpsons, honestly, but I I think his arc is a little – I think there could have been a little bit more explaining why he's this sad, like a little bit more effort given into it other than oh, Marge gets a lot of attention at church.
1: Yes, uh, basically – Lovejoy, I think, learns something at the end of this, but he doesn't improve that much. He improves just enough to basically keep his his job. And uh, Marge essentially just goes back to being Marge at the end.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think there could have been like, I think this moment is really good. I just think it could have been a little bit more powerful if we got a little bit more of him talking it out a little bit more of of him explaining why he is so sad. Like, I, I don't. I I kind of want that. I I kind of want him going, well, just the simple fact of him going, well, I feel like I'm being usurped. And I didn't realize, I didn't realize that I cherished this position that I had. And now that the position is kind of being taken away from me, not officially, you know, he still has the job, but at least in the minds of all his parishioners, he realizes that, oh, wait, I've actually, I do like what I, I like this job, I like what I do, I like helping people, and now I'm losing it. And I wish there was a little bit more a little bit more poetry about that. And 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 like I think it would have hammered home this incredibly sad scene of him just like talking to his trains. I don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. Uh, this is basically what we needed in this episode to get a point across that Lovejoy is absolutely depressed and despondent over, you know, having his role usurped, even if just in the community's opinion. He I guess he always thought himself, you know, the one that people could come to to listen to, even though he didn't do a very good job of it. So, uh, But after this, uh, getting happier notes, uh, uh, Lisa, Bart and Homer get a... VHS tape from the Mr. Sparkle Company that totally explains everything in the last three seconds. Uh, I wanted to capture this, and I actually did until I realized, watching through, that it's all in Japanese and not even real Japanese, like Google-translated Japanese.
0: Yes. Uh, I
1: should say mechanically translated Japanese. Yeah, it, it's
0: the – we'll touch on it in the news group segment, but it's <laughs> not actually – it's not, like, conversational Japanese. It is – like people who don't know Japanese to the English area yeah, going oh
1: okay, this word is this this word is that yeah exactly yeah
0: but it's really great yeah. it does and you were talking about those Japanese commercials earlier uh and like at the time those would have been an incredibly weird thing to just stumble across because there was there there was no youtube you can't just search every japanese commercial you'd ever want to watch it's not, there you can't just go watch tommy lee jones like Sell some weird Japanese soda on YouTube. If you were, if you happen to stumble across like a V8, you'd you'd find these at like comic book conventions and and, and and like places like that where people would sell bootleg tapes. And like they're here, they'd like here, here's two hundred and fifty Japanese commercials, and they're all incredibly strange. So when you would encounter those things in the wild, it felt weird and fun and and, and novel. And now it it it's still funny and cool, but I think nowadays we are all kind of like. We we are all bombarded with incredibly
1: strange content
0: all the time on the internet.
1: So yeah, the internet has basically allowed us to uh have our weird detectors completely reconfigured because with the internet, very few things are that weird anymore. Yeah, I mean we've seen the Japanese
0: commercials now, and yeah, they're crazy to us. But I've seen a lot of them. They're they're still fun, and this is very good, Mister Sparkle. Mister Sparkle is disrespectful to dirt.
1: Well, as you would hope, he would be
0: exactly. He is also a complete coincidence that Homer's face is on the logo.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, apparently it is a joint venture between two companies, which one of which is a light bulb and the other is um, what was the other one? A fish. It was like a fishing. Yeah, it was a fishing uh thing. So they just put fish eyes on a light bulb, and that's how you get Homer. Yep, fish bulb, Mister Fish bulb himself. Yep. That's him. That's that's our good boy. Uh, so. That solves that uh, problem. Then they go home very quickly because they they are home. <laughs> <laughs> also, a great joke that I I, I just want to capture four seconds of Homer going, "All right, kids, let's go home." Bart saying, "We are home." And I'm saying, "That was quick."
0: Well, I mean, I think it is. It's it's, it's
1: it's just poking at you know them
0: how a typical Simpsons episode ends, where they're like, "Yeah, we fixed, we solved the problem. Let's go home." and then the problem is that there was no problem
1: and they're already home so yeah is is a very uh, meta textual episode i feel like and it's not obvious on the surface that it's that way but when you think about it it kind of is uh so at this point, we go back to Marge uh, giving advice, uh, basically advising the Sea Captain that his Game Boy is, has gone overboard and is now gone, that he's never going to get it back uh, unless he buys a new one, which, you know, obviously the Sea Captain can't do that. All of his saved games are, you know, still on that other Game Boy, so can't start a game over anymore. Uh, but Marge gets a call from Flanders, uh, who is uh, being bullied by the bullies, uh, which in actuality, the bullies are literally standing outside his shop, and Flanders is somehow threatened by this. Uh, because they might start slacking at any moment. Oh no! Uh, but March, uh, being a proactive kind of person, tells Flanders that he should, you know, chase them off essentially. And right as they're about to leave, uh, Ned asks them to leave, and that of course sets off their "you can't tell me what to do" alarm. Uh, so they start basically torturing Ned. Uh, somehow they get mini bikes. I know where they really got mini bikes in them mall, but sure. And uh, so. Flanders is actually able to get to the phone and call Marge. And when he informs her of the situation, she says, Put me on with the lead boy, uh, which causes them to basically throw the phone away from Flanders. uh, And they cut the cord. They cut the cord. Right, right. They cut the cord. And Marge is, of course, not bothered by this. She's like, Oh, he must have just hung up. It's totally okay. Whatevs. And goes home that night. And the next morning when Maud shows up to say, hey, Ned didn't come home last night. Marge finally realizes what terrible advice she gave. And then uh, we go to commercial. I think that it, I mean, they they do a,
0: a good job of all this stuff echoing back. Uh, you know, they plant the seeds of Lovejoy's initial, not even initial, of Lovejoy's kind of cr- how he has been smooshed down into the man he is now because of Flanders and having that echo back with Marge and Flanders being another problem in that her job is actually, I I think it does a good job of reinforcing that the job they have of basically being a community therapist in a lot of ways is actually extraordinarily uh, burdensome. I don't know. Very important. Uh, There's a lot of, Situations where there can be incredibly bad ramifications if they say something wrong. And it just happens that Flanders is good at putting himself in precarious situations socially. Um, I think that having Flanders be the person that is the thing that have that gives Mar- Marge his, her first error being the listen lady.
1: I think yeah. it's really smart and good. Also, it's true. I, it's one of those things that that definitely would happen in any real job like this. So I, I kind of would have liked to see what happened if she had continued on with it. But you know, it's only a twenty-minute show.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, the they had the the they just they had the mini bikes inside the mall. Well, I mean, is it the kind of
1: thing they sell in the mall? It's kind of weird. No, they drove them into the mall. The the kids. Oh, they drove them into the mall. Okay. And well, the security guard. The security guard is a squeaky voice teen, and he was too scared
0: to tell them not to do it.
1: Oh, okay, that makes total sense then.
0: Yeah, and they were parked a little bit away and then they just went and got him after Flanders, you know, tried to strong arm him, you know.
1: You know, Flanders. Yeah, that's true. Flanders is really good at telling people what to do.
0: <laughs> uh so we come back from rehearsal. The the Marge is alarmed because Flanders has been has vanished uh overnight. Uh she goes to Lovejoy for help. Lovejoy is I don't know. Struck by, we, we get a moment of, of Marge like where where when where do the helpers turn when they need help? And she she leans on the organ, and there's a light from <laughs> outside. You know, it's very you know, hey, it's a sign from God to Lovejoy, and he's like, well, we just need we need to we, He is kind of like a, a a sign that hey, this is your chance. You can reclaim what you've lost, and we get Flanders is at Donny's Discount Gas because the bullies needed to
1: refuel their mini bikes. That's true. And Flanders doesn't use his time to, you know, escape them. He just waits on them. He's like I mean, a proper he, gentleman. He's been running all night, Matt. He's probably really tired. <laughs>
0: uh, that that's like a that's like a like no sleep and just a slow jog away for mini bikes. Mm, probably tiresome. Uh we true, meet, but he just wandered into the gas station and be like, Don't let them take me, please. Again, Flanders doesn't he doesn't he can't, Matt. He can't escape. He doesn't have the, the social that's true. Under- he doesn't understand have the so- social understanding of how to escape the situation. Um, and
1: Donnie certainly not wants nothing to do with it. Well, no, I mean Donnie is uh, he doesn't tell the people anything. Well, he tells
0: them exactly where they went, which is directly across the street.
1: Yeah. Well, I think y'all hated to his point for that. So you know, if, yeah, the, the the zoo is directly
0: across the street from Donnie's discount gas. Well, and, it's important uh, place. Flanders is hiding. Uh, the bullies uh, are searching for him, but then they decide to give up.
3: Looks like we lost him.
2: Yeah, well, we proved our point. He'll think twice next time he tries to defend his business. <sighs> I'm sleepy. Let's go to school.
1: <laughs> That's a good place to sleep. I, we I all, <laughs> found out every super person on television. I mean, you never fell asleep at school? Oh, yeah, all the time. I slept at high school. I mean, uh, our, our school started at 630 in the morning. So, yes, yes, I did. I, I slept through calculus. Calculus is important. I slipped through
0: AP physics. That's not important. Physics was after lunch, so I had, you know, I had fuel going. Oh, okay. I, had, I had calories inside me. Um, but the the bullies have left. Flanders is theoretically okay now. Uh, except he is in the enclosure with the baboons.
2: Help! What do I do? Play it! No! Run around in circles! No, act like a lion! Swipe at the dominant man! Come on man, knock that monkey down Jumping kangaroo rats <laughs> You've got to get him out of there Geez, I'd like to, but if they don't kill the intruder It's really bad for their society They're gonna kill him? Eventually, first they'll eat his skin
1: <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I like Yeah, it's very important
2: I like
0: the zoo attendant man Why hasn't he come back, Matt?
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure he is every side character who's not squeaky voice seen. I'm pretty sure he has the exact same voice as the hot dog man. So, you know, I like himself Th- hot dog. I like side? zoo
0: attendant man. Uh, yeah. Flanders is trapped in baboon County, USA, the most dangerous county in America.
1: Uh, those baboons would absolutely destroy a man. Well, you know, there's actually been some research lately that looks into the whole thing. That oh, chimps and baboons are so much stronger than people. And it turns out it's actually not really true. I, I mean, like on a pound for pound basis, the average person is still at least as strong as a chimp or a baboon. But given that there were so many and it was Ned, you're probably correct. I mean, I, I'm not.
0: It's not the strength thing. Like one on one, I yeah, you could. You're stronger than a baboon. I'm more. They're just full of rage. And they
1: and there's a that lot of them, are, and they have big. What teeth. is it Homer says the biggest, ugliest, smelliest tape of them all?
0: <laughs> yes, that
1: is exactly what he says. They're also the angriest. Uh,
0: they're they're very dangerous. Uh, Flanders is lucky to escape with his life because Reverend Lovejoy, which is a, another like a nice little riff, a nice little echo, they bring him back in, comes in on the train. He is a conductor. Uh, he comes in on the the little tr- the zoo's little tiny train comes across the baboon enclosure and escapes with Flanders after doing battle with multiple baboons which proves your point. Lovejoy is strong enough to fight off a couple baboons Uh, so uh, Flanders thanks him for all he's done
2: Wow! Oh those poor monkeys They started it (gasps) You saved me Reverend. You really went above and beyond Thank you
3: Oh, don't thank me. Thank Marge Simpson. She taught me that there's more to being a minister than not caring about people. <laughs> Amen. Uh,
1: they the train also d- goes directly back into Baboon County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they had to make it through a, a second time. That that's what the sermon was actually about was their second trip through Baboon County.
0: Yes. the 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 We cut to the next Sunday with lovejoy giving a sermon uh and it's a great sermon because it's about fighting monkeys
3: baboons to the left of me baboons to the right the speeding locomotive tore through a sea of inhuman fangs a pair of the great apes rose up at me but biff bam i sent them flying like two hairy footballs a third came screaming at me (laughs) and that's when i got mad now that's religion
0: so it's true. That's what we all want religion to be. So Lovejoy has recaptured his audience uh, because now he talks about fighting monkeys, and that's exciting. Yes,
1: that that will help them in their daily lives for sure. I mean, you could probably tie in constancy to fighting monkeys, right? Yeah, totally. You're constantly on alert. I don't. That's not really constant what, vigilance. That's not really what constancy is, man. Okay. Oh really? Oh well, you know. it's not
0: just. It's not. It's not just throwing in the word constant into things and meaning that's it's about constancy.
1: Oh, well then I don't know what constancy is, so you know. Perseverance. Sweet constancy. Perseverance, basically. Oh, okay. Faithfulness. Then it is constant whatever. Constant vigilance is perseverance is constancy. So there you how go. How about constant binge eating? Is that perseverance? <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> okay. Perseverance
0: against that full stomach.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. All right. that's how the episode ends. Uh it's it's a funny, it's a fun, funny, good episode. It gives us a little bit of insight into Lovejoy. I feel like it doesn't quite get there with Lovejoy. I feel like, I don't know if it's just the, the like, what he is as a character and where he is in The Simpsons. Like, it's just, there's only so far you can go with him. It, it just, I think back to the other first episodes that are like exploring supporting characters, Skinner Pooh. um, Patty and or Selma mm-hmm. Troy McClure it, it feels like a lot of them do a better job than this one it, it feels like Lovejoy gets his moment and it's it's good I think that's uh, uh, but it's not great I think it's good
2: yeah
0: I would agree <laughs> what
1: it's okay to say your opinions Matt oh my opinions aren't that important you're
0: kind of half the show <laughs>
1: I do enjoy this episode a lot uh, honestly it's it's rather funny uh and it it really gets the heart of a, the secondary characters like you were saying this one not quite as much as you know Skinner or you know Flanders or Apu but more along the lines of really all we know about Reverend Lovejoy is that he is the minister and that he likes trains and this is more about the minister side of him we don't actually get to know him more as a person just that he always assumed that Reverend was part of his character and it turns out not so much. Not when Ned Flanders is involved.
0: Yeah, I, I'm actually I, I think I'd have we is there any more Lovejoy episodes? Really? Hmm. I can't think of
1: any. I don't, can't think of any either.
0: There may be, but I you know, don't 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 quote me on it, but I can't think of any. And I'd love to see one that is just about Flanders and Lovejoy that really is about Interesting.
1: them yeah. two together.
0: Uh, But uh, we'll we'll rank the episode at the end of the show. No submissions for my favorite episode. However, if you do have a favorite, simply submit it to SimpsonsShowPod at gmail.com, explaining why a certain episode is your favorite. And I'll read it when we get there. Uh, Next up, Matt, it is time for comments from the news group.
2: Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive.
0: Comments from the news group is where I'll comb through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group to see what people were talking about a week or two after an episode debuted, what they thought about the episode, and any other stuff that's bouncing around. Uh, they mostly liked it.
1: I'm not surprised. It's, this, this doesn't seem like a very controversial episode, although I've been fooled by that before. I mean, there's a, there's always people. Always. Every episode
0: has a couple people who are like, this is garbage. I hate this show, et cetera, separate. What happened? <laughs> uh, but then there's most people who are like, no, this is good. It was funny. Or, you know, I thought it was hilarious, or et cetera. Like, most people are very positive. So. You can't account for taste for everybody. Also, they, a lot of people, a lot of people in the news group were amateur Japanese language enthusiasts trying to learn Japanese, and so we had multiple people translating the Japanese in this episode, and some discussion. About and being very confused. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it. Like, there's some people were like, "No, I have Japanese friends, and they listened, and they, it was said it was all gibberish." Then people were like, "No, I've taken three years of Japanese. I'm okay, and it's technically is Japanese, but it's not real Japanese. It's not like what you would talk to a Japanese person with. It's like what you said, Google Translate Japanese. It is dictionary Japanese, where you go, "We have these words. What's a direct? You know, let's not worry about grammar." Or syntax, we'll just throw these words in this order, and they'll they're close enough. It doesn't matter. I, I, it it kind of doesn't matter, honestly. No, no, not in this case because it is a it's a already a weird oddball commercial, so it that has a
1: translation on screen, so it doesn't matter really. It sell so, it, you know. Uh, unless you're a person who only understands Japanese and listens to the episode trying to learn English and you're like wait what yeah that that
0: that, right. that might be a problem but otherwise i think yeah it's it it works out fine but there was still a discussion about i think that that was the conclusion that they came to just so that, like we did it's not real japanese it's you know kind of just pidgin japanese that was obviously written by american english speaker english speaking people who with,
1: with a japanese <laughs> dictionary with a
0: japanese dictionary yeah um not much else um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't think there was anything else the you know, it's the usual stuff. Discussion about what kind of religion love, Rev love, Lovejoy love and the church is. Presbyterian Lutheranism, whatever it is. I think it's just Presby Lutheranism. Presby Lutheranism. Yeah, that's they're yeah. they're trying to narrow it down because I don't think we've they had they hadn't got a definitive answer at that point. No. Um that's about it. We can move on. To our next segment is the listener question of the week.
2: Let's try one more number.
0: <gasps> Yellow.
2: KBBL is going to give me something stupid. A hot dog. We have a wiener.
0: Yellow. The listener question of the week this week is, what is the nicest thing Burns has ever done? He's had his moments. Yeah, not many, though, <laughs> over the years. Tons of great answers. Uh... I say this every week, but I do appreciate everyone who takes the time to answer the question. First from Alex, funds the school with money found in his tuxedo pants at the end of Grift of the Magi. Pretty bad episode, but still very generous of Mr. Burns nonetheless. Uh, Logan, off the top of my head, I'd say it was pretty generous of Burns to give Homer a private plane ride to Chicago as a favor for saving him from that dastardly water fountain, despite Homer not saving him the second time. Uh, from Lauren, from Bloodview, when Mr. Burns gives the family the Olmec Indian head as a gift because Homer could have been beaten to a pulp instead. I mean, when you present that way. Uh, From from Rob, he didn't hate Marge's nude painting of him. He even thanked her for not making fun of his genitals, even though she thought she was. Uh, From Brian, he gave Homer his job back after he defrauded the company's insurance policy to get Damoxinil. Which is true. He committed fraud multiple times. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. Uh, Bob hosted Family Night at the Isotopes game. That's true. Bought Homer a beer. Whoa, a whole beer? One whole beer. Sorry, one of the giant beers? Yeah. Uh, from Stephanie at SMG0014, uh, when he gave Pop Fresh that $500 to start a bowling team.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, Will at Will's World MN, uh, uh, when he thanked Homer for knocking him out, it's not very often he hugs someone. Uh, from George, Pompey George, letting Maggie have Bobo. There you go. It's pretty nice. Uh, Zach at Zakowalski, his early attempts to connect with his son Larry. To be fair, he does try and make Larry part of his world. true. It's true. It's true. Sure. Uh John at John Win fifty one baking this delicious cake in. Um, yeah. I pickled the figs myself. Scenes from class struggle in Springfield. It, I mean, that is a genuine attempt from Burns. It doesn't look like a great yeah. cake, but he does try. Uh, finally, from Carolyn at Karolinsky, canceling the free ham for Homer, which yeah. if he had a heart attack, you d- you shouldn't give him ham. It's true, but you know he could give to Homer to give to other people. I don't really trust Homer. If I you give Homer a ham, he's going to eat the whole thing. He probably should be I don't know. Probably, ham is not really that bad for you, but although it might have nitrates in it. You, if you're having a
1: heart attack, you should not be
0: well, eating nitrates. Yeah, that's
3: true.
1: Um what's your answer, Matt? Uh I'm going to have to actually go with oh, uh giving a trillion dollars to Cuba. That seems like a pretty nice thing to do. I mean, it wasn't entirely intentional, but you know, is giving he, he offered it to it was a dick but Castro. That's was it was giving it to Castro. Right. I mean, you know, Kasher's I'm the... sure that revitalized their economy for a few years.
0: Yeah, I'm sure Casher took that trillion dollars and put it right back into the local economy.
1: Yep, he totally did. Didn't spend it on himself at
0: all. Yeah. My answer is Bobo. No, oh, Bobo. Because, I, I mean, I Burns does very rarely, and I, you know, that episode, Rosebud does give us a little, it shows us a little bit of this selfless Burns, and we very rarely see that in him, but. I, we It taps into like him trying to reclaim a part of his childhood before he was a monster. And he, you know, maybe by giving Maggie Bobo, letting Maggie have Bobo, he kept Maggie from becoming
1: eventually a monster. Mm, that's true. Maggie does have all the hallmarks of a monster. I mean, the people she's killed or attempted to kill. They were all bad people, Matt. Well, yeah, it's true. But still murder. Murdering bad people is still murder. Cool motive. St- still murder. Yeah. That's,
0: that's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh, quote, uh, next week's question. What is your favorite love joy quote? Yeah. I think about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm
0: gonna have to think about it. I'll post this question on all our social media, facebook.com slash the Simpson show pod on Twitter at social on Twitter at Simpson show pod. And you can email us at Simpson show pod at gmail.com. Uh, like us, follow us, subscribe to those things, those places. So you can see us in your feed. If those places allow it, um, that's it for that segment. We can move on, Matt. Are you ready? I'm ready. It is time for the No Google Trivia Challenge.
2: I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. i mean S-M-A-R-T.
0: The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions, one easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other. This season we have a wager. Whoever loses must record themselves singing a Simpson song of the winner's choosing. I am down by <clears throat> 16 points. <laughs> with four, four episodes to go, I'm sh- I'm still technically in in it. I can't. I can still technically win at this point. I'll give you. You ready for an easy question, Matt? I suppose these are all from Bart gets hit with a car, season two. Wow, that's an old one. Ooh, all right, we'll see. Yeah, eh, you got it. Your
3: uh, mm-hmm. your
0: easy question is: The Simpsons lose their casing against Mr. Burns because of whose honest testimony? Uh, Marge. That is correct.
1: See, you That was fine. definitely an easy one. Yep. I mean, that it's an easy question. Yeah. All right, your easy question. Uh, in the wettest stories ever told, which neighbor plays the captain of the Mayflower? Really, Matt? Oh. Yeah. Got
0: pulled from like season whatever seventeen or something. Yeah. What season was this from? Oh, the captain of the Mayflower would be Flanders. You are correct. I don't think I'm going to get any other ones. All right. Your medium question. Four characters appear for the first time and Bart gets hit with a car. Name them. Are you
1: kidding me? Matt, Matt you know this. For the first time. Okay. Uh, definitely Lionel Hutz. Uh, I'm going to say the blue-haired lawyer. Uh, the judge. Oh, what's, do I have to know his name?
0: I would, Yeah. If I'm going to get – Judge Snyder. Sorry. Judge Snyder. If you're going to be naming characters, yes, you should probably know their yeah. names.
1: Judge Snyder and who's the fourth one our season two. I, I, I have no idea who the fourth one is, so I'm going to have to go with Dr. Habert. though I know it's not true. Four characters appear for the
0: first time in Bark gets hit with a car is Lionel Hutz is the blue haired lawyer. Uh huh. Then I'm I'm a little disappointed you didn't get this one, Matt. Dr. Uh-huh. Nick. First appearance of Dr. Nick.
1: Oh, that's right. I totally forgot.
0: Doctor Then course. the fourth one is, I think, the hardest one. And that is the devil appears for the first time. <laughs> the devil, okay, sure, yeah, that's a Simpsons character. There is a, there is a, the Simpsons version of the devil. You know what he looks like. Yeah, he appears for the first time in the very beginning when Bart uh, goes starts going up to heaven, then gets sent do- down into hell because he spits off the escalator.
1: But I'm a little disappointed. You didn't get your doctor. You didn't get Doctor Nick. Uh, I'm sorry. I just, yeah, I, he did not spring to mind. I'll give you
0: one point for that, Matt, because you got half of it right.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. I know. Give me a medium question for your medium question. Can't wait for it. (laughs) Uh, Where does the bounty end up uh, under Bart's captaincy? If you don't remember, uh, mutiny on the bounty was the second. Uh, Yeah, I I, I know. I got it. Uh, Rand McNally. (gasps) Uh, I'm sorry. It was Antarctica.
0: Wouldn't have guessed it. Doesn't matter. Your hard question, Matt. This is Bart Bart gets it with a car. It is the first, first time Phil Hartman appears on the show.
1: What other voice actor appears for the first time? What other voice actor? I'm gonna say Marsh Cross. I have no idea. Marsha Wallace. That's the one. Yeah. That is incorrect. No. It is Doors Growl. Really? That's a, oh my gosh. Okay. Did not realize that
0: she uh, does a side character, uh, kind of unnamed character, and then later she is given the role of Launch Lady Doors. She was a script supervisor huh. at the time. Because she had such a unique voice, she was given a role. What is my hard awesome. question? All right.
1: What film does Watership Down parody? I feel like this is a trick question.
0: Not really. Watership Down?
1: Uh, okay, I guess it is kind of a... Uh, it's actually the Poseidon adventure. See, that's what I've I'm saying. Never like, of. you never, what? Okay, I didn't realize Watership Down was an actual movie.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, man.
1: Well, I've, I've never heard of that movie before. It's the Sad Bunny movie. Oh, of course I've heard of that. Never mind. Yes, I blocked that out. Screw that. That that movie does not exist. We don't talk about that.
0: That's why I thought it was a trick question, because I'm like, it can't possibly be Watership Down. Like, that's too simple. I can't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. I know what Poseidon Adventure is. I don't remember. I'm the wettest. You, you could have told me that you made up that episode. And I would have gone, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> I don't remember whatsoever. Uh, I'm down 17 points with three episodes to go. Technically, I'm still in it. If I get all of this, them, man, I got them this. all right. And Matt gets zero, I could still win. That's all it takes. <clears throat> I'll start drinking some mm-hmm. some tea with honey in it to you know make sure my vocal cords are prepared for my performance. Go get myself a haircut so I look my best. All right. I do have some bonus questions for you, Matt. All right. It's from John. These are from these are all Burns questions, pretty difficult questions. Mm-hmm. What year did Mister Burns' driver's license expire? I'll go with
1: nineteen
0: eighteen. Nineteen oh nine is the correct answer. Oh, nine. What type of character is Mister Burns in EarthLuna Realms? From Marge Gamer, season eighteen. Oh. oh, um,
1: isn't he a vampire? Praying mantis. Huh? He's trying I to get... completely misremember that episode. I need to watch it again. What are Mister Burns' parents called? What are their names?
0: This is from Rosebud. His mother
1: is, is Meta. Which is no, a weird name. No, they're
0: that. That's not her real name. Matt. That's just what he calls. Them. Oh, that's the Meta meaning mother. What are their? Oh. given What are their given names?
1: I have no clue.
0: In Rosebud, Clifford and Daphne. Oh,
1: of course, Clifford and Daphne. Yep. Speaking of the trouble with trillions, why was Mister Burns asked to deliver the trillion-dollar bill to Europe? Because uh, he was the richest and most dependable citizen,
0: yes, richest, therefore most trustworthy, yep, and finally, what words does mr, Gern's, mr. Bur- mr. Bur- mr. Burns mr mr use in place of the following words gasoline
1: uh petroleum distillate television uh no idea, both
0: jumping box and picto cube of course, uh <laughs> helicopter
1: oh uh autogyro that's correct accelerator uh which is the I can only remember the brake one. <laughs> I can never. I can't remember what he called the uh, the accelerator. It's a velocitator, the velocitator, and the deceleratrix. That's there, what it that,
0: was. The next question was brake, and it is deceleratrix. You're yeah. correct. Well, you 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 did okay. Yeah, it? I know. I'm disappointed. Here, guess we're gonna have to deduct twenty points from your score.
1: Oh, twenty points? Uh huh. I I mean that's
0: in the rules. That's I didn't make that number up. It's just in the uh-huh. rules. I like to see these rules and uh, make sure they don't have a modified date after today. Right now, I mean they're not written down anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Writing down rules is the the first step to someone,
1: uh, you know, basically tampering with the rules. Sure. If they're sure. never written
0: down, they're completely safe.
1: Of course. Only only person who tamper with them that point is
0: you. I would never do that. I'm a I'm a up. A... I'm a, a trust, I'm a good, I wouldn't, a, yeah. we can move on to our final segment, the segment we win every single episode with, is time for best episode ever,
1: best episode ever,
0: best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically. so we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever
1: and how good they are, where's this one go Matt? Um, I'm thinking fairly high. Mm. I really like this one. Fairly high, eh? Yeah. Mm. I'm I'm thinking mm. top 50 for sure. What do you mm. think? Mm. There are several points. Well, it's a great character study on Reverend Lovejoy. It's not as deep as we'd normally like to go, like we do with Pooh and Principal Skinner. Uh, but it's also just really funny in a lot of places. It is very
0: funny. We'll not argue with that. I think the writing is very good. I think it's a very funny episode. Hmm. I can't go top 50, though. Number not five, even top 50. Number huh? 50 is Itchy and Scratchy Land. I don't think it's better than Itchy and Scratchy Land.
2: Hmm.
0: I would say I would start at let's say 65.
1: See so what's 65. Currently it is Stark raving dad. I think this is better than Stark raving dad. Wow, what? you're right there. I was just picking a number, but there are a lot of really good episodes between 50 and 65. Hmm. I know that. Uh, I'm just, I'm just looking at the. I just, you know, I'm going down the
0: list. I'm going. I think that's a better episode. I think that's a better episode. Um, I think that I say 65 because 64 is Homer and a Pooh, and I think that's a better, better episode. Background
1: character. thing. Yes, yeah. exactly.
0: I think it's an easy comparison point, and you know, I think that after that, I start getting a little bit, a little bit more wibbly wobbly. On episodes about what they're doing, and I think that's kind of where I'm at with this one. I think it's a very funny episode, but that's, I don't. It's the Simpsons. Most episodes are very funny, frankly. Yeah,
1: it's one of those things where you just gotta pick it up.
0: Um, I think, I think Star Graving Dad is actually better.
1: Really? You're Hmm. gonna sell me on that one? Um, I think
0: it's an interesting insight into Bart and how he relates to his sister, and how he relates to himself. And then how he views himself, how, uh, what he thinks about being popular and famous people and the value of a person. I think the music's really good. I think Michael Jackson as Leon Kampowski is really interesting. I think it's way more interesting than if just Michael Jackson was in an episode. That's true. Um, I think it's, I, I don't know. I think this episode is going for something really interesting with Lovejoy. And I don't, I just, it's a little. A little out of its scope, I think. Like, I think it does as much as it can in 22 minutes, but trying to sell me, like, about kind of religious disenfranchisement is a difficult task, and it's something I don't think they ever successfully tackle. I think they try with Flanders as well, and losing your faith and all that stuff. I think the closest they ever got was Homer the Heretic, and I still don't think it... Like, it, it kind of comes at it from a different angle, but every time they attempt attempted to show people with deep religious faith and then them ta- trying to tackle their issues with it. Cause they do it with flanners after mod dies. I think it kind of fails there. And I think they kind of get, get close to it here, but not really. It is And like, I think that you maybe could do it if you took out Mr. Sparkle, but I really like Mr. Sparkle. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's a hard thing to do. I'm not, I, I think it's really, and it is very funny, but I, I think, I see how sad Lovejoy is with his trains and it just, it never hits me as hard as the canine mutiny does when they're taking Sam's helper away. Yeah, that's true. Which is number 61. And I, I think that it maybe like, I would say probably, I don't know.
1: Is it better than Bart child? Hmm. Bart Center child. I don't know. I'm actually, the more I think about it, the more I'm looking at, 69, right above Radioactive Man. Because I feel like Radioactive Man is, is a good all-around episode, Uh, but I feel like Bart's Inner Child is a great Bart episode. This is a, a great Lisa episode. This probably fits somewhere right around there, because it still puts it slightly better than Much Pooh About Nothing, which is a great poo episode, which makes it more of a comparison. But I think this is ever so slightly better than that in Radioactive Man.
0: Alright, that's fine with me.
1: I can do that. Number 69. Nice.
0: <laughs> had to throw that in there, huh? You have
3: to. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's contractually obligated. Uh, so that's uh, new number sixty-nine in March. We trust right below Lisa the Greek. Right above Radioactive Man is in March. We trust. Uh, first place is still Cape Fear. Last place is still Homer's Aussie one sixty-five. Although that number one spot may be in danger, Matt. Oh snap! Because our next it's episode next week is Homer's enemy. Um, it's my it's my favorite episode.
1: Well, yeah. we're going I'm gonna have to put together a whole thing about uh, why it's not the best episode ever.
0: This may not surprise you, Matt, but I've thought a lot about Homer's Enemy in my oh, life. Oh, snap. So, again, I don't... Maybe maybe I'll rewatch it and think, no, it's it's great, and it's still my favorite, but it's not my, number one, and that's certainly possible. But I know me. <laughs> <laughs> I know me, and I'm probably going to watch it and just be reminded how much I love it, and I'm going to try and do my best to... Put it as high as humanly possible. Uh, I'm not alone. I've gotten. We've got already got a lot of submissions for my favorite episodes. So, if you have any more, please send them in. Uh, I often get them at later. Robbie needs more reasons. No, I. The problem is I get them after we've already recorded the episodes, and I hate to exclude them. So I often edit them in, but it's a big pain in the butt. So if you have one, please send it in as soon as you hear this. Um, but I'm very excited. It will probably be our longest episode ever. Uh you're probably right. I like to talk about things I love. Not, it's not, uh-huh. That's why I do this. That's next week. I think that'll do it for us this week. Uh, you, I've already, I have already—I forgot how to do this, Matt. How to do what? Talk. It's hard. You can find us oh, at uh, TheSimpsonsShow.com. Links to everything there, to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, um, to our Patreon, if you want to throw us a couple dollars. Appreciate that. You can find me on Twitter, at Robbie Dorman. I also write a newsletter weekly at tinyletter.com slash Robbie Dormy. You can subscribe there, see the archives, check on my other podcasts, the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books and the serial fanaticists about all kinds of nerdy stuff. I, our most recent episode is me talking with Matt about Harry Potter, more Harry Potter.
1: Harry Potter. Harry Potter, you're a wizard,
0: Harry. And don't worry, we don't use those terrible accents at all in
1: that episode, so. Well, you, you know, not in the part you left in. I don't. We record twice, once with the accent and once without, and then just trying to see which, which sounds better. I'm not. I want to go
0: along with this bit, but no, I did not do that. That's the bad idea. Aww. If we were going to do that, we'd only do it in the voices and just commit, frankly. I, <gasps> I'm a man of principle. Oh, that'd be terrible. I'm a man of principle. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. Unless you're a certain level of Patreon backer, you will not find him.
1: Uh, that's true. Uh, it turns out the magical world is real, so I have been uh, totally underneath the uh, the imperious charm for so long. It made me forget about it. Also, the Confundus charm. So, if you'd like to talk to me, feel free to grab your nearest owl and just, you know, tell them to get the message to me. I will totally get that. And if the, if the owl struggles at all, just let it go. It's obviously already on a delivery. Pick up the next one. Please don't hurt owls. <laughs> that's true. Don't hurt owls. Like I said, if they fight, let them go. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. Keep watching The Simpsons. Shh.